2: This is a crowd
3: podcast. Hi, this is Andy Burnham speaking, the Mayor of Greater Manchester. Welcome to the Joe Marler Show about Manchester. If you're
1: feeling low, the Joe Marler Show will give you things to talk about. If you're feeling down, then the Bitted clown will give you things to talk about. So, Joe Marla, so, Producer Ryan, we are in week four of the Joe Marla Show live tour. We started in the north in Glasgow, we then went to the capital, we then went to the Midlands for Birmingham. We find ourselves now in the northwest of England in Manchester. Joe, your thoughts, your preconceptions, your stereotypes. Joe's preconception of Manchester is the same as it was in Birmingham. You are about to do your Brummie then, weren't you? No. Oh, fucking hell. It's so Yorkshire, honestly. Is it, yeah. Is this yeah, not all yeah. Yorkshire? No. What's this? Lancashire. Greater Manchester, Lancashire. Right, so it's a Shire. So it might as well be the same. Manchester music, Joe. Name me some Manchester bands. Pulp. Incorrect, Sheffield. They're from Sheffield. Oasis. Correct. Yes. Big one. Boom. Lincoln Park. <laughs> <laughs> Oasis is the go to, isn't it? I've I just said that. The second I would say Stone Roses, Tom. Yeah. That'd be the one? second. Yeah. There's a third one, Joe, you're looking for here. Corin Bailey Ray. Leeds. The band shares a name, Joe, with a teammate of yours who does a job, which is probably diametrically opposed to the job that you do in the team. The Smiths. Correct. Yeah. It's fucking good, isn't it? It's a real band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My thoughts on Manchester, though, is... I think it's quite nice. We're in the northern quarter at the moment. Listen, I am not from Manchester, but I live not far from Manchester. The northern quarter is all distressed brickwork. It's nice little cafes, nice little clothes shops. Edgy. It's the edgy part of it. You've got commercial parts of Manchester. You go a little bit further away, Joe. You've got two massive football stadiums. Your son supports one of them. Trafford Centre. You've also got the Trafford Centre, yeah. Old, which- Old Trafford and the Etihad.
2: <laughs> Old
3: Trafford a cricket ground as well,
1: is it? Yes. Yes, that's, man, that's behind. True. That's behind the football. Yeah, it is it? actually a pretty close, yeah. Yeah, they're next to it. When I googled this one, I found no weird-looking buildings this time. A lot of nice canals in images. Uh, Deansgate is something that comes up a lot whenever I think of Manchester. Deansgate, very long road, uh, very tall tower at one end. The venue that we're playing tonight, the Stoller Hall, very la dar. usually a classical music venue, is sort of the top end of Deansgate. Sorry, that was nice. So is there a gate in Dean's Gate? That's beyond my knowledge of Manchester. But should we have a little wander around, a little explore? So, Joe, last week, the lunch of choice was a bit disappointing. You ended up having a jacket potato, only the one. What have you had this week? We've just swung in somewhere. Ross has uh, treated us this
2: week to um, pie and ale. And I thought, oh, I'm not sure about this. Could be a bit dodge, get in here great vibe lovely music and the menu fucking ah, hell what a menu it I was had. very good tom did you enjoy it i had the freaking chicken Freaking chicken is,
1: which is a tofu based chicken and it was delicious oh, god my initial thoughts ryan when i saw both the pastry mountain and the additional mountain of mashed potato was i don't need i need one or the other i need pastry or mashed potato yeah by the end particularly because the ratio of gravy to mash slash pastry was excellent it was. I consumed almost all of it and happily. Oh, you York- love a bit of gravy. To Yorkshire.
2: Okay. Eh, you love a bit of gravy. Better. Joe Fuck. also refused to share all of his three starters that he had did this I? week. Is that the truth? Both okay. share ambitions. Sorry, let me just um pass the mic over to producer Ross on this one, please. Ross, did I or did I not offer the entire table? access to my starters. You did offer some food to me and I did accept. Ross has sold us out there, Tom. I thought we were going in the right yeah, way with that. you both floating down the river because you've been sold down it. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? Thomas, Ryan, it's the Jersey.
1: three biggest facts around Manchester. Oh, okay. Hit me. Okay, number one is? Oh, you want me to deliver some yeah, facts? Yeah, just try and guess, maybe. Um, home of the Industrial Revolution. Is that one of them? Potentially. Okay, that can go in fourth. Okay. Ryan? Bearing in mind the last few places we've been to, is it home of the the Jalfrezi? Oh, yeah. yeah, Oh, yeah. see what you've done there. Because the chicken ticker was invented in Glasgow and then the balti was invented in Birmingham. Yeah. It's funny you should come on to the food because, you know, Salford, Greater Manchester. A separate place to Manchester if you're from Salford.
2: So near Manchester, Mm. vegetarians were born. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Were they?
2: Yeah, that's where they birthed the concept of a vegetarian diet. Wow. In 1847, the vegetarian movement was first established. More than 200 years ago, Reverend William Cowherd, the irony, <laughs> <laughs> advocated the benefits of a vegetarian diet which started the movement. Wow. Is that real? Cowherd? Joe, you've only got through one of your facts. Oh, whatever yeah, next to? fact. Manchester was the birthplace of the Rolls-Royce. Rolls and Royce got together, the car salesman and engineer. They met at the Midland Hotel and they decided to found their automotive company known as Rolls-Royce.
1: I'd, never, I'd love how you started this with, can you guess some facts about Manchester? I never would have guessed that in a million years. No, and I can see by, by both your faces, you're staggered. I've got a supplementary Rolls-Royce fact for you, Joe. Um, in the town of Knutsford which is about 15 miles south... Famous occupants? Tom Fordyce. Nice. Uh, Joe, you've, of course, been to Knutsford You've been to the rugby club, which was weirdly at the cricket club. But anyway, on the posh road, which isn't a million miles from the cricket club, there is a blue plaque on a massive house. Which means someone famous. Henry Rolls. Henry Rolls. Or Dave Royce. I can't remember which one it is, but I've run past it. So there you go. Fact number three, please, Joe.
2: The University of Manchester lays claim to 25 Nobel Prizes. Really? Weird, wow. Nobel or Nobel The first time an atom was split was at Manchester (gasps) University. And it was also where the... These are fucking ridiculous. Ross,
1: the producer's facts. Should we go and have a little walk around instead then? So Joe, I brought you as part of the next stage of our Manchester tour to Piccadilly Records. We talked a little bit about the music scene in Manchester. This is a beautiful record shop. We're standing just outside the front of it, and we can see some beautiful slabs of vinyl and all their covers. So I'm going to send you in there to find out a little bit more about Manchester music and see if you can come away with a new favourite Manchester band.
2: Oh, it sounds lovely. There's lots and lots of records. Oh, Marvin Gaye, I like that one. Ryan, I thought Piccadilly
1: was a London thing. Well, I'm learning that there's also a Manchester Piccadilly, Joe. I think the station we came into today was Manchester Piccadilly, actually.
2: Yeah, it was. What, what, what does Piccadilly mean? Is it that condiment? Like, no, that's quite...
1: Piccadilly, very, very commonly, uh... yeah.
2: Hello, mate. Sorry to trouble you. We're recording a podcast about Manchester. And a friend of mine... Hello. All right, mate. ...who thinks he knows a lot about Manchester music... Yes. Send me in here to try and learn more about Manchester music rather than from oh, him.
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. who better to ask than martin evans uh, martin i just work in piccadilly records martin from piccadilly
2: records first yeah. of all why is it piccadilly i thought that was just a london thing
3: no because the, the, that place over there is called piccadilly gardens um and that's where the shop used to be
2: my friend told me that this was the most important record shop in manchester
3: i guess that's a matter of opinion isn't it uh, subjective it's, it's, yes it's been it's been around since uh, 1978 and i suppose as independent record shops go it, it, yeah I mean, it's slightly less than Rough Trade, I guess. Rough Trade started in 77, this place started in 78, so...
2: My friend reckons that the Manchester music scene is really special. Is that a fair statement from my friend? Um, Why why is it so special?
3: I mean, I suppose um, there are lots of cities who had significant music scenes. I mean, Sheffield did. It was just that Manchester had some institutions that were kind of big and influential, Factory Records probably being the the biggest one. I mean, they could have located in London, but like Warp Records, who used to be in Sheffield, who then went down to London, they kind of disappeared because London's a huge city. Um, Whereas Factory stayed in Manchester and that meant that it kind of developed its own identity after say the punk thing there were two big cities really where that took off one of them was london obviously and the other where was from a couple of gigs in um, in manchester where a lot of the big manchester bands actually came from that one single night the scene kind of came from there and then there was an infrastructure like a music industry infrastructure which didn't really exist so much outside of London.
2: Fuck me dead. We came into the right shop and met the right man, didn't we?
3: um, Maybe.
2: Top (laughs) top five biggest bands' music to come out of Manchester, in Uh, your opinion.
3: um, Okay, well, I suppose there's obvious ones like Joy Division, um, Stone Roses... Oasis are influential, Happy Mondays. Those those are probably the biggest ones. But any personal favourites outside of those four? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, there was a band called The Chameleons who were around, say, early 80s to mid 80s, who um, produced some very beautiful music that never got anywhere because the record company ripped them off, basically.
2: Martin, you've been absolutely oh, no wonderful. Worries, dude. No worries. Thank you so much, Thank mate. Very I welcome, feel mate. so much more educated about the Manchester music scene. I think
1: you need to go tell Tom basically everything you just learned from Martin.
2: I also think Martin needs to come on as a guest.
1: Martin was very good with the Manchester music scene. Oh, That's a success, I think, Joe. Yep. So Joe, of all the different bands, the different albums, the different tunes that you found out about from Martin, which one on your journey home tomorrow morning are you going to stick in Spotify and have a little listen to first? The Chameleons, they intrigued me because he said they could have
2: made it, but they had a shit label. So I want to see whether that was true or not. Beautiful, let's go to the National
1: Football Museum. We now found ourselves outside the National Football Museum. A good day out, Joe, if you like football. An amazing array of retro shirts, old trophies, memorabilia. Why do we need to go in there when I've got the fountain of knowledge that is Tom Fordyce? What I'll do basically is I'll get Jasper on FaceTime and I'll tell him what he's missing.
2: Well, yeah, and I'll give you, instead of paying 15 quid to get in, I'll chat you a fiver yeah,
1: yeah, as, a, as a good gesture of goodwill I've a question for you Ryan if you could see any football shirt from all time in the National Football Museum which one would you choose do they have all of the choices if I wanted any no but let's say you're director of it for a day I really like the Man United 1990 1990- what's the one with Sharp across the front yeah that's that the blue one so we're talking 1990 cup final yes I do like that one beat Palace in the red do they have any Real Madrid in there Oh, they some real what, what, what about you tom what you're the director for the day what do you want the nice thing is joe last time i was in there which was a little while ago i walked in There was a beautiful retro sheffield wednesday shirt which is obviously oh, right yeah. on my street got a feeling there is an england shirt for the 66 world cup the beautiful bright red one i'd like to
2: see gary pallister's
1: leeds shirt I never played for leeds i'd like to see gary pallister's liverpool shirt again started at borough went to man united I'd like to see Gary Pallister's Man United shirt. (laughs) Why
2: Gary Pallister? Just the first name I thought of. He was that guy who missed the penalty, wasn't he, in the 98 World Cup? No. We'll have to
1: refer to the fountain of knowledge. He did play for England, but he wasn't playing at the 1998 World Cup. David Batty. David
2: Batty was the one. Uh, I want to see David Batty's lead shirt.
1: Quickly, Kevin. Will he score? (laughs) So, we have been recording a podcast about airport security while we're in Manchester with Charlotte, who works at Manchester Airport. Charlotte, you've been giving us some useful. Greater Manchester facts. particularly useful for Joe who doesn't understand what Greater Manchester is. Yeah. What's Greater Manchester then?
0: Well, it's just Manchester, innit?
1: So why have you put Greater in front of it?
0: I don't know, I wasn't at the meeting. <laughs> 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 okay. I didn't get the memo.
1: Yeah, okay. So Charlotte, you are originally from Berry, but I'm in, I'm pronouncing it incorrectly as a Southerner. It's not Berry as it is. Well, it is Berry? Oh, I've done it
0: right. You I, did it right. it's Bury. No, it's Berry.
1: But is it Berry St Edmunds? Different Berry, yeah. Where's that? That would be if we were doing uh, an episode in Suffolk.
2: Mm,
0: Not near here, I
2: don't
1: think.
0: So
2: this is Lancashire, is it? Yeah. What's Lancashire Greater Manchester like food specialty?
0: So well where I grew up in Ramsbottom. Pardon? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a genuine place. Berry's renowned for black puddings.
2: So is it a massive sausage, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and you just have it in little pieces like on a full English.
2: Yeah, it's fucking rank. Do you like it?
0: It's not my favourite.
2: It's famous so that that's Rams Bottom's good for black pudding.
0: Well berry in general. Oh berry. And then Ramsbottom, every year we have something called Pudfest, which is a black pudding throwing championship competition.
2: So you just throw it as far as you can?
0: No. Have, it's like a scaffolding with Yorkshire puddings, massive Yorkshire puddings, and your underarm thrown trying to knock on, as on, many on, puddings on, as on. you can.
2: A scaffolding made of Yorkshire puddings?
0: No, a scaffolding with like two ledges on it. Yeah. With Yorkshire puddings on him.
1: So hang on, you're taking the black pudding from the scaffold and then throwing it, or you have to throw it onto the scaffold? No, you
0: have to throw it onto the scaffold then to try and knock a, a Yorkshire pudding off. <laughs> honestly if you google it like because people don't believe me it's a genuine thing
1: doesn't it just crush the yorkshire pudding like the weight of a black pudding is significantly greater than the the structural integrity of a yorkshire pudding doesn't it just crush it Yeah, but it's, it the
2: idea is off. you're just meant to knock it off you that's what i mean off. you
1: can't knock it off because it's squashing it
2: you'd be the worst black pudding for why because you don't even understand the rules
0: google it Pudfest.
2: Pudfest. greater manchester not shitter manchester Oh, here we go. It's the World Black Pudding yeah. Throwing Championships. Fucking hell, okay, it's on the Visit Manchester site, so it's that's big. They don't make it hard, do they? These puddings... They're huge. There's so many people that go to this. Oh,
0: yeah, it's a full-on thing. The official World
2: Black Pudding Throwing Championships.
1: I prefer banoffee pie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Charlotte, I would like uh, one more fact from yeah. you, please, before we close this segment. So you work at Manchester Airport. How many people fly through Manchester Airport every year?
0: Millions. I couldn't tell you a specific figure, but during COVID, basically, I know that in the March time we had, I think it was like ninety-five thousand passengers in month. But then it's gone up to like two million. Do you know what I mean? A month? Yeah, we see thousands, hundreds of thousands, literally every week. We're the third busiest in the UK.
2: Before we did this recording, I didn't think Manchester had an airport,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and now you're realizing that we literally biggest. process like yeah. millions of people a year.
2: Yeah, huge. I'm gonna and now that we've had this chat and how safe it is to fly. Mm. I'm going to fly to Manchester all the time.
0: (laughs) What, just come and say hi to us in security?
2: No, no, like as in I'll always come to Manchester to then fly off somewhere else.
0: Yeah, because we go to so many different destinations. Like loads of people think, oh, I'll go to Heathrow because I want to go to Singapore, but we go there direct. Like we go to Bangladesh. We go to all different places that you won't even think about Ethiopia. People always think, oh, I'm just going to go to like Tenerife, whatever, yeah, we go to those places. But we go to so much further afield as well.
2: From now on, I'm going to get my taxi to London Heathrow Mm -hmm. and I'm going to fly to Manchester (laughs) T3 (laughs) and then just fly to Singapore or anywhere from Manchester.
1: So, Tom, we stand
2: here beneath the statue of that famous Mancunian resident Mahatma
1: Gandhi. Yes. He's got quite muscular thighs in this version of him, Is not he? this big? No, I think that's bigger than life size, unless he's basically the same size as Hagrid, which is not how he was represented in the film starring Ben Kingsley. He so looks ben like, Kingsley. yeah, he does look like Ben Kingsley. I think the reason why Ben Kingsley looked like Gandhi in the film of Gandhi was that he was portraying Gandhi. Ah. The reason why we find the Mahatma Gandhi statue outside Manchester Cathedral, and this is strict of top of my head is that this nine-foot-high bronze statue by renowned Indian artist Ram V. Sutar was erected Joe to mark the 150th anniversary of Gandhi's birth. The SRMD which I know you know this it's a worldwide spiritual movement headquartered in India was behind the initiative Joe uh, which was also supported by Manchester Cathedral which is good because we can see Manchester Cathedral to our left. Oh yeah. Uh, the Manchester India Partnership and the High Commission of India all because Gandhi visited Manchester Joe in the year 1931. Oh okay. Okay, well, that's a really
2: interesting story, actually, and a really lovely building, Manchester Cathedral next to it, and my fun fact for that is that's what makes Manchester a city, because it has a cathedral and or a university and or because Manchester's fucking massive what, whilst we're on statues is there any other famous monuments that we uh, should be aware of in, in Manchester Thomas
1: get this Joe not I only, will get this not only is there a statue of Mahatma Gandhi Mahatma Gandhi there is a statue of Abraham Lincoln <gasps> the famous guy on the money you might think Joe that there would be no obvious links between the 16th President of the United States of America and Manchester you'd be wrong Joe because in fact Manchester was a very important ally to Abraham Lincoln's union during the American Civil War I don't want to patch you You know this shit already
2: yeah i do because that was when the brits were trying to colonize
1: the whole of america and i know that because i've seen the patriot there's also a statue of queen victoria slightly less surprising she was the queen of england the slightly weird thing is that the statue of queen victoria is at piccadilly there's also a victoria station in manchester very close to where we're performing tonight i don't know why it's not there
2: interesting fact about queen victoria she had a museum named after her and her husband she did she did yeah
1: Joe, there is also a statue of Emmeline Pankhurst. Don't confuse her with Emily Davison, I'm who not. was the woman who threw herself. They were both part of the suffragette yeah, movement. Yeah,
2: Davison was the one who threw herself in front of the horse, and well, Pankhurst she... was the biggest leader of the suffragette movement in modern history. That's
1: correct, Joe. I did A level modern history for three months. The other statue, Joe, that is notable, if you were to go through Piccadilly Station tomorrow morning on your way home, which I believe you will, Mm. there is a heart-rending statue called the Victory Over Blindness. And this is seven First World War ex-servicemen supporting each other hand on shoulder, commemorates the returning veterans who lost their sight in the Great War. Every time I walk past it, it makes me feel melancholic. It may do the same to you tomorrow.
2: It had that feeling this morning, Tom, when I walked past it the first (gasps) time. There we go. And I said, oh, what's that then? And then Steve, our former producer he told me what it was there and then so you've just echoed what i already knew
1: one more for you joe please alan turing what does the name mean to you
2: alan turing the famous guy from alan turing institute which is where lydia yes
1: joe ai expert studies or works of course joe he cracked the enigma code helped crack the enigma code. yes he was benedict
2: Cumberbatch. he is benedict
1: cummerbund he pretty much invented the computer joe very sad end to his stories you may know if you've seen the film he was prosecuted for quote homosexual acts in 1952 and he was chemically castrated and ended up taking his own life yeah, in 1954 nonsense absolute fucking ludicrousy. do you know what is also ludicrous so after he took his own life in 1954 he wasn't formally pardoned by the Queen nine... until 2013 Joe oh, to the venue Joe and beyond to the venue and beyond
2: no no just there we're not going beyond the venue to the we'll venue and we shall
1: stop to the venue stop there perform then leave leave
2: Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: Surely we've got the wrong venue. How on earth have we been allowed in here? So you're lying on your back, which in some of the venues we have been to on tour wouldn't make sense. But here, the ceiling of the Stoller Hall is about 17 stories higher than we are. It's fucking massive. It's quite posh. I think this couldn't be any further from the Glee Club (laughs) in Birmingham last week. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Every single seat looks like the sort of seat that if you had it in your lounge, you would have paid £500 for it.
2: Yeah, But also then, I hate to be too critical, but one of those exact chairs that you've paid £500 for, but... Every second is uncomfortable.
1: I'm sitting in one right now. I think okay, they're all right. Just recline for me a little bit. Also, I'm looking up there. Yeah. Uh, Recline's quite nice, by the way. Uh, look up there. They, they can't see you pointing. Those right speakers now. up there, they're oh, like yeah. the kind of things they have at Glastonbury oh, and stuff. Oh, yeah.
2: You know, they're like the stacks, curved, of speakers, stack. the cur- stacks of speakers, stacks of speakers that you think are curved. you a little bit over the top? Well, I don't know, but the choir are going to sound amazing. The choir also look swole <laughs> looks like they've swollen <laughs> they've sw- they've swelled how many they've do you reckon sw- we've got they've tonight? swelled in swollen in numbers I am very excited although it's very different isn't it the glee club's been quite small intimate close that we've done a- all of these the palladium was just like fuck no <laughs> I can't remember
1: <laughs> this will be interesting how we get on okay you you scared or are you I'm always scared at some point Joe but that's what makes it so fun in the end Should we go to the dressing room and see how many cubicles there are If I got someone on stage to race you in a severe ice lolly challenge, would you take them on? Well, yeah, but like Come the on condition. In. Oh. Stand up. The conditions have to be. No, 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 no. Okay. You gave it the big chair. Anyone in the audience who would like to race?
2: There is a fuckload of hands. Why don't we get this gentleman here? I'd say we've got the max of four people, Tom. Okay. Five people. Four. Four plus
1: me. So Levi's white you- shirt with roses. You, sir. Who's the, where's the one in the hat, Steve?
2: The guy that stood up with a hat on.
1: Sir, you in the hat. There's this one at less, the Let's have a jingle while you put you nice uh, lolly competitors. Come on, stage. Can
2: we have this guy at the front as well? Because he's really easy to get up. Just roll on. Just mind your pint. There's no steps. I'm sorry. It's quite a low budget here. He's kneeled on. Brilliant. Here we go. How many have we got? One, two, three, four. Oh, he's gone for a hug. Excellent. Hey, mate. What's your name? It's Max. Max? Yeah. Nice name. Isaac. Isaac? Isaac, that was really nice. You're a fucking great hugger. Yeah, I love that. Hey, mate. Alex. Met before, didn't we? Fucking nice. Some shirt, that. Got a lot of time for that. Dave. Dave. Cross. Dave, cross. Dave what are you cross about? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing at all right now. So <laughs> shit, that's not such not a bad point. joke. Joe, you stand
1: there. Can everyone please unsheath their ice lollies? Oh, God. Have you started already, Joe? No. <laughs> 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 okay, do not touch I can't you. believe I did that on stage. Do not touch your lollies yet. It well, won't de- from the audience when Joe has stopped fucking What's about. this for? Don't eat that. I'll hold that. <laughs> okay, audience, let's count them down into the ice lolly challenge. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Eat ice, Lolly. Fucking hell, look at him in the middle. It's unbelievable technique. Oh, he's got it. Joe, has got it. I want to see a clean mouth. Is there a clean mouth? Keep going. He's not emptied his mouth. He's just... Second place, sister still up for grabs here. Second place gets a can of Guinness. Can I see a clean mouth? Whoever finishes third gets the sex toy. Yes, sir. Second place and a can of Guinness. Congratulations to Isaac. Joe, um, that was different this evening. There were points where I thought, mm, it's not going very well. And then we went a bit silly and ran around the venue. You threw out some ice lollies, <laughs> and Isaac came on stage and gave everyone hugs and occasionally reached around for a buttock grab. Did you hug <laughs> him? Did he hug you? He hugs everyone, Joe.
2: Yeah, but did you get a hug off him? Yeah. He was a
1: fucking brilliant hugger. He really sort of hugged into it, didn't he?
2: Oh, I really... I loved him a
1: lot. And he loved you? He, yeah, we loved it. He had my
2: face on his forehead. I would presume that's a, a sign. Via the medium of a woolly cap? My overall debrief is rehearsals great fun and exciting venue different choir sounded great came out for the first half still excited but very different quite well lit i could see a lot of people's faces but second half we had a good chat with lydia she gave us a bit of a pep talk. Me and you had a chat of like, fucking hell, we need to make sure we're enjoying it and they see that we're enjoying it. Hopefully they'll enjoy it. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: and I think we did. Second half was much better than the first half and the ending was
1: definitely our best The ending, ending. was the best ending. The nice thing about the Stoller Hall is it's got a great balcony around the back of the stage with some stairs that we were able to run up. You compared it to The Greatest Showman at one stage, I thought it was more Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> Didn't want to make that reference... When we were doing the show But it's just something For next time You were really good With your maracas tonight And the I instruments was actually in time were not I You were in time You got a great reaction With the percussion Element of the show tonight So I think Into the final show For Bristol Take the percussion To the next level Another level There's also another Next level thing uh, That did come from tonight uh, The guy who you interrogated Jake mm. He's invited you both To his wedding Oh, <laughs> superb! <laughs> At Tinder Hall At Tinder Hall are we uh, swiping which, right or left? I'm fucking swiping all the way down there, baby. He's invited you to his wedding so you can see them get married in 20 days' time. Is it a plus one or is a wee? I think you're each other's plus one. Oh, okay. Go Our book is a double. A happy ending and <laughs> on to the last show, I guess. Oh, on to the last show. We've got a week's break. What are we doing next week? Sleeping, I think, oh mainly. Should we go to this bar? Yeah, okay. let's go and find everyone. Network, a place where you belong.
3: Sports Social Podcast Network.